cool. So we're following up a music episode, more music rare. Um, but this will this will be a cool one for pretty much anybody because I think everybody can relate to this topic. Um, we're gonna be talking about music videos and yep. k- kind of history, importance, personal views. But you know, it's weird how. I think they're still important or have remained important for many years, but for like different reasons. Yeah. But it's kind of weird how we get our, our videos nowadays because I don't know. It's a lot's changed since I've been around. True. Very true. I've seen videos become the most important thing in the world to like, not that big of a deal anymore. Yeah. But you know, what's kind of weird is like, I agree with you. Like they're not that big of a deal anymore, but you're almost expected to have them. And while it's totally cheaper and easier to make for, like, smaller bands, it's still not, like, cheap to make a good one. Right. It's still, like, it takes a lot of work and time and money and effort and, and yeah. And I think the the reason I say it's not cheap is, sure, like, you can find somebody between 500 and a grand who will make you a really awesome video. But the, the thing is, how it doesn't guarantee a lot of people are going to see it. No, you could spend a ton of money on your video, and if you're whatever level band you are, it's going to be stuck in the internet and only be seen by whoever knows about it. Or if you're lucky, like that somehow people blow up like from that. That's but, true. But I feel like, and this is something we'll talk more about later, but I feel like there's a few people who were able to, not blow up maybe because of one video, but they really took advantage of having YouTube before everything was on YouTube. Because now YouTube's like, a, like that's all people watch. Yeah, it's like a, a standard for just viewing in general. Yeah, so I think that if you go back, um, and we'll get there, we'll get to that era, but I feel like if you go back, there's definitely some people who really took it, like, who it did help a lot, but, you know, again, it it depends. Sure. So, um, I don't know if you guys want to do some history stuff first, or you kind of just want to talk a little bit. Oh, yeah, dude, you said you looked up some, like, history stuff. What did you find out? So, like... I guess this makes a lot of sense, but basically, um, when it comes to like videos, uh, obviously back in the day there was like silent films, but after they were able to add audio, it was pretty quickly like, Oh, we have to have music. But most of the earliest, like quote unquote, like music videos, like what's considered like the first video is the Beatles. We can work it out where they sync the recording to the video. Mm-hmm. But that's still like a video of a live performance, so it's not like jump cuts. It's not like different scenes. It's just a straight up like live performance where they played perfectly to the song and then they synced it up. Yeah, we've come a long way since then. Sure. Um, and that's uh, that's sixty five. Yeah, sixty five. And then that was actually like broadcast on TV, so it was like a big deal because at the time the Beatles used to make. You remember they have all those movies. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So like they were kind of ahead of the curve there, but those were films you'd have to go see. Sure. Um, and then it says like what what I, what I was looking up. It wasn't all about the Beatles, but they consumed most of that era. Um, when they did Paperback Writer in '66, that's when it changed from like not just live performances and TV videos. Mm-hmm. Um, and then that led to like you know obviously more Beatles videos, Bob Dylan, Pink Floyd, Queen, all of that. <coughs> um. And then MTV starts at midnight on August 1st, 1981, and it was the, you know, back then it was the first ever 24-hour music video channel, which is hilarious to think about now. 
Uh, it's a bummer to think about now because even when we were kids, it was tight. Oh yeah. Well, I think it just was like a, a um, advanced version of it. But um, so the first video yeah. they ever played is really ironic. They played the Buggles uh, video, killed the radio star. That's cool. So they did that, and then um, you know from there it's like the big ones were like Michael Jackson when they premiered on MTV the Thriller video. Um, that was worldwide, and that was like kind of like a mini movie. Um, yeah, and then that was kind of like the you know takes us into the more like the '90s. So like I, that's just kind of a quick like, you know, obviously bands like the Beatles were so popular that they were able to make these videos for TV, and, and you know there are people like Elvis and stuff doing that, but they were like actual live performances. Like when you watch yeah. a talk show, it's a little different. Mm-hmm. So, but Elvis was in the mix too. But um, yeah, so like. And so, you know, '90s though, because there's some cool like '70s and '80s. There's some cool '80s videos, but there's feel, a lot of cool '80s videos. But I feel like the '90s is when the producers like stepped in, like Spike Jones stuff. Spike Jones videos are ridiculously good. Like, All of them. Like just a couple I jotted down when I was thinking about it was like Beastie Boy Sabotage or like Weezer Buddy Holly. Like those are still those are iconic as fuck videos that people who were. 10 years old, have like now, have seen. Mm-hmm. Well, I don't know if that's true, mm-hmm. but... Well, YouTube allows for you to look them up and see them anytime. True. In the back in the day, you used, to have, you used to have to wait for shit. Yeah. Um. Oh, my God, that would suck. Like, you'd see in, like, a magazine or something, or, like, on a band's, like, regular-ass.com website that they were making a new video, and you had to just wait until it was on TV at some point. Well, I want to talk about TRL, but you just made me think about... Remember they used to have that show where it was, like, making the video? Yeah, and the they, first one was uh, the Bye 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 video was the first episode they, of making the they video. They did it. They did a whole bunch of those. I remember there was, like... I think Blink, they did Feeling This or something. No, they uh, all the small things was on making the video. Oh, yeah, they did some, a couple of the Enema. They did Enema. They did a few Blink ones. Um, but, like, every they, they did that all the time. But it was so, like, mind-blowing because they would do that, and then they'd premiere the video. At the end of the episode, like, now, the world premiere of whatever, yeah. That was cool. And it was such a big deal of not just, like, that a band was putting out a song or a video, but, like, oh, we're making it. And it's funny to think about now, because nobody gives a shit about that now. If someone put up, like, a behind-the-scenes to a music video now, like, I'm not watching that. You Well, it's on every band's Instagram story. Yeah. True. That's you already thing. know. It's like, that makes sense. You know, it used to be bands, like, um, when you'd have a band... VHS or DVD, like even the Asteria DVDs had stuff like that, and then uh, there's an Asteria DVD. Mm-hmm. You never seen that? Is it, no, is it awesome? Yeah, if I can find it, I'll, I'll let you borrow it. I don't know where it's at, but it's cool. It's uh, it's like them going to New York and recording the CD. Oh sure. Um, all oh, like sleeping in like the tents and shit. There's all kind of like them goofing around, but it's every like early to mid two thousands band stuff. It's just cooler because you know them. Yeah. Uh-huh. Like Ryan's wearing that plaid Cubs hat. Yeah. Um, but which you had to. Uh I did have that hat. But uh that era. But anyways, yeah, like making the video is cool. Um I remember this is a weird one to remember. I remember one of the Justin Timberlake ones. I was it like one of the ones from his first video and they had like the the floor would light up different colors. You remember that? Mm-hmm. That one. I remember watching that and being like, oh my god, like, how did they do that? And, like, they're showing it and stuff. And now you're just kind of like, oh god, like, who cares? <laughs> but that, during that time frame, like, the, like, the mid to late 90s MTV stuff, like, there was videos on there 
that were so like groundbreaking and insane and still are really incredible. Like you remember that Jamiroquai video where the floor is moving? Yeah. <laughs> that video is amazing. How about, That's a great video. How about like um every huge Eminem single back then was just on all the time. When um his second record came out and the real Slim Shady was the first video from that, it was on all like, the time. every other video. And then remember they played at the uh, VMAs, which that's another thing they had a fucking awards for. Yeah, award show. Well, they still they were... do, but it's like bullshit now. But what do, what do they even give awards but for? But remember when he walked in the Radio City Music Hall and there was like fucking five hundred M and M's? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> See, like that's this thing is like it was fun. VMAs, you know, it's it's really weird. When I was a kid, I was like proud that Blink won a VMA. Oh, oh my god, yeah, I was super proud, because I was like, yeah, that's like my, those are my friends. That was like the first, like, pop punk band that was inching into that world before the 2000s, you know, mm-hmm. craze, but, um, yeah, it's like, the VMAs used to be something, like, I remember 2002 VMAs were one of my favorites ever, when Jimmy Fallon hosted it, and he was, like, do, imitating everybody, and he had the Robin Eminem outfit, and he's, like, scaling the wall, and then he's doing Usher with the band-aid on his face, or not Usher, Nelly, rather. And fucking Guns N' Roses performed wearing, like, the FUBU jersey oh. and shit. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, the, the last... The, the last v- it, like, whole-ass, like, Alicia Keys brands, and it was terrible. The, the last VMAs I watched was 2013, but I only watched it because NSYNC was supposed to come back, but they were only on for, like, two minutes. Not they even. They were like, oh, hi, It was, like, 30, it was actually, alive. like, 30 seconds. They did Bye 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 real quick, and then they did Part of Girlfriend, and then... They all dipped, and Justin Timberlake played for like a half hour, which was still tight because I fuck with Justin Timberlake. But yeah, but man, I'd much rather just watch and sync. Yeah, watch and sync. Yeah. Well, I mean, at the end of the day, I'd much rather watch New Kids on the Block. But they had awesome music videos. See, they had videos where in the eighties, I feel like that's when videos really took over. Clearly, that's when MTV started. But if you couldn't see the artist. And you could just hear the song. It's like a different experience. So, like, sure. so like, think of New Kids on the Block. Like, think of how many you know young girls were just like in love with all those guys. Like, I mean, you probably know. Like, you, I don't know if your sisters are doing, but like, my cousins were like, you know, my my, my own cousin. Like, there's a picture of her. She has a New Kids on the Block birthday cake when she was like little. Fuck yeah. So like, but I'm not talking about like, these are like little kids, you know what I mean? But they, they see them or like maybe for us more, it's like you see Blink and you're like, oh, those guys, they're like, they look like me. I want to be like that. Or you know what I mean? Like you associate, I think that there's such a, um, subconscious like attraction that comes with video. Mm -hmm. Obviously you want to like the music too, but it's such a different experience and for me like be, i was always attracted to like instruments and bands like like people playing instruments yeah. so i like with i always was into like performance videos sure but like you know i like, get that people always cite actually the guns and roses i guess it would be welcome to the jungle was the first single um people always cite that as like basically even though we kind of associate them with 80s hair like people are like no like like everyone's wearing spandex and they came out in leather and denim and were like cool yeah they were more like i guess dangerous they looked like they'd be in a bar yeah with us people they in, probably are with people in spandex looked like they're in those like workout videos where they're all dancing like poison <laughs> you know what i mean like CC yeah. Deville has like green spandex underwear on with like pink leggings and like he's just shredding with a whammy bar and you're like what the hell am I watching right now, dude? That is so sick. All that. Yeah. Well, CC Deville rules. <laughs> no, but I'm just saying like 
I think like maybe it's generational, but like when they turn the corner and it's like, oh no, like or like Nirvana smells like Teen Spirit video is probably the most important video ever for changing of a yeah. uh, culture. Oh sure. I mean, people argue that they'll say Beatles or Michael Jackson or whatever, but I mean, if that smells like Teen Spirit video didn't get played and seen by the right people, like they would have never blown up like that. True. Which is kind of True. crazy. That's a cool video. It is a cool video. Um, it's also really funny when Weird Al spoofed it. Yeah, it everything lo- Weird Al does is. But that was so fantastic. It looks like perfect though. He's got a, all of his videos are really close to. That's true. The actual videos, and he does a great, great job of that. The, the eat it, the Michael Jackson one. Like the thing about Weird Al is like, he. I don't know, like, I, he's cool because he's, like, asked everybody permission to spoof their videos and their songs. But Oh, sure. And then some people are like, oh, no, you can't. It's like, man, fuck off. It's Weird Al. Weird Al's Leave him man. alone. That's why I said on Josh's thing today, is like, what musicians, like, what three, what was the question? Something about name three musicians that describe like, Describe you. yourself in three musicians or some shit. And I said Weird Al is one of them. <laughs> That's sick. But I'm not that cool. Nobody is. But yeah, I know. I just think uh, Steve, and I know Steve's kind of been quiet. Steve was uh, very young when this TRL thing erupted, because TR- TRL ran from September fourteenth, ninety eight, to November sixteenth, two thousand eight. So slightly over ten years. Yeah, I, uh, I'm kind of just, uh, you know, I'm I'm being educated here. All, all I can really think of from that time was like. Like shit you'd see on there or, or Disney Channel because they used to run music videos. Well, like, like all the kids stations growing up used to play like different bands videos. Like even in the 90s, I remember seeing like Hanson. Dude, the Hanson video has those fucking like cut scenes of like flowers rotating and shit. And it's fucking like it looks like a drug church video. <laughs> maybe like maybe like a year ago. Larry, you'll remember this. I tried making a list of every video from the 90s that had either rollerblades in either it. rollerblading or basketball. <laughs> and there's so many. And the Hanson video has rollerblading in it. And basketball, I think. Uh, probably. There was like, it was like them, Mandy Moore, uh, fucking like Mariah Carey. Like there's so many of them. And you're just like, why are you rollerblading? <laughs> the, one, the one video from that time period that is just burned into my brain from how many times we've watched it on YouTube because for how bad it looks is uh it's either InSync or Backstreet Boys and it's like like bowling alley oh CGI it's the InSync uh it's the InSync I want you back one yeah, yeah. oh my god it, it looks insane <laughs> it's it's so bad. It's like if you're on drugs and you're trying to like make CGI. I don't know how to describe. What it. is it like? The old like the European yeah, version. Yeah, that, it's all, it's all blue and they got like that. They have like, like turtleneck T-shirt with a zipper. They on have it. like greasy short butt cuts where they're they're they shave their heads on the sides, but then they have a butt cut on top. So it's like a greasy bowl middle part. Yeah. And uh, oh, it's, that video is so sick, dude. You, you know, one of our biggest jokes came from. So me and Steve did this thing, and this is fun if you're ever bored, especially during COVID where you can't really do much outside of the house. Um, if you go on YouTube, there's videos, and it'll be like top 100 or whatever videos and it'll be by year right 
and they just play like 15 seconds or 10 seconds of every video but then you can go look for them later it says what they are and dude the 90s ones are so funny with like all of the crazy ass pants and stuff so we were watching that and it made me think of the 98 degrees video so I, <laughs> so I pulled it up and that's where the person commented like why is nick lachey wearing lipstick but dude their pants in that fucking video are so bare. like I, I don't understand how you even get those to fit Right, that's nuts. Like, how can the waist? I love that. How can the waist be like whatever size waist you need, and then the pants are like? Because that's just how these dumbass companies cut pants. I mean, it was like, but you know what the funny thing is? Like, when I think back to how I dressed in that era, I had pants like that, but they're usually like cargo pockets. Yeah. So if they're jeans, they're like Jankos. And then, obviously, there's, like, khakis and whatever, camo, but they're, like, cargo pants. But these dudes had on, like, corduroys or, like, slacks that were baggy. I'm like, where the fuck did you buy those? Like, like fucking, like, Dockers big and tall pants with, like, two belts on. <laughs> and they have to, like, cuff them at the bottom, and then they have, like, those Doc Martin shoes that are two-toned. <laughs> Jesus. Like, could you imagine showing up for your your boy band to film a video and the, there's this like hot, like put this yeah, on here wear this no because at the time period you saw it and you're like fuck yeah I'm putting that on like big orange coats and shit you look like a firefighter <laughs> <laughs> it was insane and you know what's funny is like I was really young during this era so I'm just like I mean so were all of us it's like yeah that's cool I want to look like that why my my parents were probably like what the hell's wrong with you then you show up then you show up to school like <laughs> you look like Paddington Bear yeah <laughs> <laughs> no like you thought like you looked fucking sick like oh man I look like Nick Lachey hmm and like kids at school are like yo you look like an idiot yeah and you were just bummed so I think I think to myself of like fourth and fifth grade of just like being like a huge John Cena fan and the fact of I probably extended wearing jean shorts in my life like five years longer than I ever should have. Hell no, still wear jean shorts. And the biggest pair you, you know could what's find weird is like <laughs> Alright, like don't get me wrong, I don't think jean shorts like jorts I don't think look good. But isn't it weird how frowned upon it is for men to wear jorts, but girls like look good in them? Yeah, it's kind of weird. Like, I guess it's just like a thing, or maybe if oh, you know what we should do for guys, we should bring back, we should start doing like Daisy Dukes, like how chicks wear them. I, then it'll look good. I'll get thigh tattoos. That's how like you used like um at Cornerstone and shit back in the day. Like kids who would like go watch like The Chariot and like He Is Legend and stuff. <laughs> oh, would wear cutoffs. Little, little fucking cutoffs, See, like. So little, and you're like, yo, I want to even at the time. I'm like, you guys look ridiculous. I want to go more like 70s, where I'm like watching Deep Purple and drinking a Schlitz and have like some Daisy Dukes on with a mustache, like real white trash. Hell yeah, you gotta it's you gotta commit. It's either white trash or like not at all. Because if you're just like like dorky looking, like you can't do it. Hell no. You know what I mean? But if you're like white trash looking, at least it's an aesthetic. No, but I want to do like the John Cena kind of. Jean shorts were like they're like you. They weren't jeans at one point that were cut. They're like shorts that you bought that are yeah, like yeah, yeah. The, the bottom. These, like these are hemmed. These are hemmed and huge and hang past your knee. Um, that's what I'm doing. Like it's gonna look like I'm just wearing really baggy pants that are too short. So here's a, yeah, here's exactly. a good so this Kick ass. this time period where this was a style. So both my uncles, 
I stood up in both my uncle's weddings. My one uncle got married in 96, and the other got married in 2006. But this is like that 10-year period where you wore huge pants. Right before you stopped. <laughs> so, like, the first one, I'm wearing all white. I look like a Backstreet Boy. And then the other one, awesome. he had Echo, like, he had pinstripe, like, huge pinstripe suits, but they were Echo Unlimited. I remember being like, is this for real? But that's just, like, the style back then. Like, that's what, you know, I remember getting picked on um, for wearing skinny jeans to school. Sure. Because it wasn't a thing. But, like, we were into, you know, we're getting a little bit off, tra- off track, but this kind of goes with all the, the video stuff. It only it only took us 15 minutes to, to, to go off about huge well, pants. Well, here's the thing, like, <laughs> you, you would want to dress, like... Okay, like think about like, all your favorite bands from that time period. It's like Blink, uh, Newfound, Good Charlotte, Alkaline Trio, you know, etc. Yeah. etc. They're all wearing dicky shorts. Nobody, nobody oh, yeah, wore like jeans. The, Pierre from like the, Simple Plan um, wore jeans sometimes. That's the only one. Was it? Is it the insert or the back of Take Off Your Pants and Jacket? The back where they're standing there and they have like they have. Uh, just massive. What are they? Shorts. Travis Barker is wearing dicky shorts that are like they call like, no. Know what they call them? Like a tent. Like you could they call, build a tent. They out call of them shants. They're like shorts that are <laughs> pants. Or they're like they're dick, dicky shorts that go down above your ankle, but then you wear and they're wearing socks. fucking big ass white socks, and you can't see none I, of the skin. I on actually, legs. I have it. I could grab it back here, but yeah, like that's what they call it, shants. And like Tom would do that too. And Tom is six foot four, so imagine how big those shorts were. He was just wearing like size like forty eight dickies, <laughs> and just pulled him up. Oh my god! And they dressed like that until they broke up. Like they didn't stop until they got back together and realized what year it was. No, because yeah, and when did they break up in two thousand five? Well, February of '05. Yeah, so they stopped playing in the end of '04, like December. Yeah, Mark was still wearing dicky shorts, and Tom was wearing, like, jeans and, like, a long sleeve. Nah, he's wearing these. I have the poster up, actually. He has, like, Dickie's pants. He just, Tom just started wearing pants. Like, like brown Dickie's pants. Yeah, brown and gray. Like, you know what I mean? It was never, like, <laughs> mm-hmm. an option to wear anything but Dickie's. Or be naked. And when I- straight up. <laughs> Dickie's or naked. Yeah, Blink was just like, it's either Dickie's or no clothes. Sorry. <laughs> Okay, fair enough. <laughs> all the options you guys get. You know what's like insane to think about? How many dickies I owned when I was like 14? Well, that, but I was going to say, <laughs> the style then was skate shoes, right? So think mm-hmm. about like how big... Big pants, big shoes. Remember how big they ended up making skate shoes to compensate for the clothing? Yeah. I mean, we've all had like any any brand, they all... You know, I remember... um when I was like in sixth or seventh grade, probably both, I started wearing like Chuck Taylors sometimes, mm-hmm. and I would like not—I'd have to be careful which pants I wore with them. Yeah, because your pants would devour your shoes. Yeah, you'd look like you had <laughs> bell bottoms on. Mm-hmm. But it was just because you know. So I, I remember I wore audios like pr- almost religiously, and they were so huge. <laughs> but mm-hmm. they're comfortable though. I remember, True. like, imagine like. It was so funny. I was watching something about kids. They were talking about 90s skate fashion, the skateboarders, like young skateboarders who, now. And they're just like, how the fuck do you do an ollie with these shoes on? And I'm like, that's what people did back then. Yeah. Well, imagine playing a show and like trying to control your pedal board. 
Right? <laughs> you know what I mean? I couldn't imagine just, like, trying to walk through, like, tracks with shoes like that. I did it plenty of times. I walked through the mall plenty of times like that. They're just giant fucking shoes. It's like wearing basketballs. <laughs> not basketball shoes, just wearing basketballs. Yeah, not the basketball shoes, just basketballs. Because basketball shoes are somehow smaller than skate shoes, and basketball shoes are fucking huge, too. Well, you know who, who, who also, like, slightly before this era or during this era, boy bands dressed really bizarrely, too. Like, they would try to put them in these athletic-looking outfits, but it looked like something your parents got at Kohl's for you when you are four. It's like a jersey with like a generic, like I say 23, but it has no team name. And they're wearing like metallic silver, like Dada Supremes or something. And you're just like, why? Like, what is, what is the deal here? How are you moving? You know, chicks wore big pants too. Remember Christina Aguilera, Genie in a Bottle video? And she's got those big orange pants on. Mm Mm-hmm. Oh my God. Um, uh, do you remember the the Instinct Disney concert? Yeah. Oh, they did a bunch uh, of them. Like the the first oh, the one. Oh, the one. Sorry, I thought you meant Disney yeah. concerts in general. No, yeah, yeah. But yeah. they were. Um, Who they pair them with? Nobody it was just Instinct. Okay, usually it was two, right? Like there was like the five the, and Bewitched that one, one. I found out on that documentary. That was supposed to be Backstreet Boys, and they pulled out for some reason. Instinct got it, and it helped them blow up. That's awesome. Like, they were big in that area because, well, kind of big because it was Orlando. Yeah. But, like, that put them on TV. It was like, sorry, go ahead, though. No, but the, um, they're wearing, like, giant, shiny blue pants. <laughs> like, like, running <laughs> pants. Like, yeah, like, athletic pants, like, but they're so big and they're, like, <laughs> like baby blue foil. <laughs> They look insane, and then they come out like for like a ballad, like towards the end of the set, and they're all wearing like black, like long jacketed suits just that huge. are so huge. <laughs> all the clothes were like, I can't believe the country didn't have like run out of fabric. <laughs> Dude, I think it's like, hey, we need all the fabric on Earth to make all the clothes right now. I think uh, everything's gotta be big as hell. Those Disney concerts are actually like. A really prominent Sick. thing. Do you yeah, remember the English boy band Five that they did the Smart House yeah. song? Yeah. They had one of those. Yeah, with Bewitched. We just talked about yeah, that. Yeah, but I say like they they dressed insane. Like they had fucking one of them during theirs was wearing like a camel long sleeve shirt, a big coat, and like bright orange fucking overall. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he looked like he was like full on like going hunting. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Oh my god. No, the overalls and jackets, it's like firefighter apparel. I need to get a big orange jacket <laughs> and lipstick. <laughs> oh my god. I can I can use um I can use the huge clothes to get us back on track. Um, cool, please do. <laughs> Cuz you know, we're talking about this time period. We're like late 90s, early 2000s right now. Um, but the last time I remember, like, seeing music videos on TV all the time and when it was a big deal was, like, mid-2000s rap. And it just made me think of how big of a deal Soldier Boy was Bro, when he his, speaking of big shirts, yeah. Soldier Boy had the yeah. biggest shirt. Yeah, like, he, he did. did. He and really it just did. made me think of that time period. Um, and I think, I actually think, out of all music right now, um, music videos still important for rap. As far as like the YouTube generation, but we'll get into that a little bit later. Sure. But uh, 
that just I made that connection there because uh I mean shit like you guys know how big his, his shirt was oh my God. well that had <laughs> to be towards the end of TRL because so, TRL ended in 08 so that's that video is like 06 07 yeah I remember maybe 07 yeah I think I was like the very end of my senior year of high school people were talking about Soldier Boy dude he had like the biggest shirt you've ever seen <laughs> Oh god, yeah, it was so. You sick, know what too. though? I don't remember Carson Daly ever wearing big clothes. No, because he was like smart looking or whatever. Yeah, he's like, well, he was I a got... host. No, but he also he painted his fingernails black because he was like a rocker. Goth Carson Daly. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Well, it was always funny because he'd be like doing a TRL, and it's like, all right, so we got Britney Spears, and then we have Corn, and then we have Good Charlotte, and then we have Fifty Cent. Or whatever. Do you remember the corn video with the bullet? Yeah. So it was like that in video, slow-mo or whatever. Today. Even today. That video is amazing. That's an incredible what video. What like Adidas where it's like all the dead people? Oh, it's like a morgue? Yeah. Well, it starts with like a car accident or something. I don't know. Corn <laughs> has some kind of weird videos actually. But, uh... Corn did a lot of really cool videos. I think like, uh... Again, when you look at bands like, well, Korn and Deftones and stuff, but like Slipknot especially, like the video is so um, important for people to get mm-hmm. into them because the, the visual part of the show is just as important as the as the music. Well, yeah, I mean, well, you know. Also, um, in those times, chances are you're debuting the song with that video. Like... The first time someone's ever hearing this is when they see the video debut. Yeah. So you kind of needed to make it like a big deal like to, to get the point across. Yeah. That sometimes happens now. I don't mean to keep jumping back and forth to compare. But uh, I feel bad because personally now if I have to go to out of my way to find the video to hear like when a band I like drops a new single. I, I feel like minor. Like I feel like I feel like it's an inconvenience. Like I'd rather just pull up the song and stream it. Sure. Instead of having to go out of my way to find the video, but uh, it's it's different now. It's like you're not so reliant on that to to drop something. People also like that sticks with people when they hear a song at a show. Like I remember, in retrospect, obviously I was probably too young to to know it at the time. I was like four. But on the first Foo Fighters record, when they did the video for Big Me, they copied those old Mentos ads. Oh my god, what and, a great video. I remember when they won the VMA, and Dave goes up there, and he's like, thank you, but please stop throwing Mentos at us at our shows. They feel like getting hit with rocks. Because he's like, <laughs> people were like pelting them with Mentos at the show. It's, a, it's an amazing video. It's so funny. All the Foo Fighters videos are pretty funny. They made great videos. Like, the, uh, the Learn to Fly oh, video Jack is really Bla- good. Tenacious D's in it. Um, mm-hmm. Or the Everlong video with like fucking huge hands and the shit. big hands, yeah, <laughs> fuck yeah, that's a. Does Ludacris have a video with huge hands? Uh, I think Stand Up where they have like big heads and big hands. That's and little big bodies. heads, yeah. Ludacris had some good videos, like rap videos for the last thirty years have all been really good. I feel like rap videos are fun, like more fun usually, and like some of them try to be serious, but like with with bands, it's weird because sometimes like it's. For me, I like performance because I'm into that, sure. but I understand why most people wouldn't care about watching them play. But then it's like some directors or bands, like they take themselves so seriously and it's like, you know, we're playing on the mountain and the wind's blowing in my hair and there's like an eagle and it's like, dude, like who cares? Like, 
like Creed videos. <laughs> yeah. Or, oh my god. Yeah, that, that reminds me of uh, back in twenty. It was either the Witness video or the Disconnect video that Counterparts did, and uh, the Disconnect. I think it was for the Disconnect. And the, the whole video is just like clips of them fucking around on tour and playing live and stuff. Sure. And I guess people were like, oh, like this is such a, you know, like a like an emotional song. What's the deal? And they're just like, all right, sorry. Next time we'll go find like a fucking abandoned house to play inside of. <laughs> it just made me think of that. It's like, yeah, dude, who cares? And like, in the last, like, what, eight years, how many, like, either, like, post-hardcore or a- any kind of aggressive rock band put out a video of them playing in an abandoned house? Like um, every everyone, attack attack, <laughs> dude. There's there's actually two stick stickly videos, and one of them they're playing on like a bridge. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think we'll, we're gonna talk about that era when we get to the YouTube stuff. Sure, yeah, I'm no, sorry. no, you're I keep, fine. I, I just don't want to keep going back and forth because I I want to just get all the TRL shit out of my system. Yeah, carry on. All. No, you're good, because there's a lot more to talk. The YouTube stuff's fucking hilarious. But uh, I just think, like, because Larry kind of said, too, like, when you, you're talking about how they would do, like, making of the video, and then they would be, like, make a big deal, like, world premiere. Remember, like, spanking new, and, like, whenever yeah. it was, like, a new video. And then people used to say something, like, if a song from three months ago came on, they'd be like, oh, that song's so old. Like, it was a yeah. big deal about current songs and current videos, not just albums. And I remember, like... Oh man, like how many albums did I go buy after just seeing the first video drop? Right. You know what I mean? I miss that. I do too. Well, I miss like TRL used to, I'd come home from school, it was on at like 3 or 3.30, something like that, right? Mm-hmm. And I was just like afternoon and I would just like hang out, TRL would be on, it was like a regular thing for me and then, um, I don't know, that kind of went away and it was like weird. Yeah. But, you know, I mean... Those are fun times. Uh, I'm sure we'll, some videos will pop into our minds. Uh, I'm just trying to think. Of, oh, I have a quick list I want to go through. I have the top five most requested videos in TRL history. Oh, you guys can. Is corn on there? Not in the top five. Oh, you guys. What was it? So, I'll read through them backwards, and you guys can comment. All right. I don't cool. have the amount of requests, but this is the, the official list. Um. So, and, and for you guys listening, if you don't remember how... So, TRL stood for Total Request Live, and they would take requests for what videos they would want, and that's how videos would stay in rotation, stay in the top numbers. They would debut the videos on MTV, but they would, like... Those were, like, requests. So, um, no, was it, like, on a hotline basis? You can call in. Yeah, you can call later, in, or late, if you were... Later on, you go online. Yeah, if you were it's lucky like, enough to have internet access back then, you were able to do it online, but it was all almost kind of like a luxury. But shit, if they but they if they did a hotline though, they probably made a hell of a Well, it, it, they were so big that they had like all kind of phone people and stuff. But uh, anyways, number 5 um was a surprise to me. Number 5 all-time most requested video was the anthem by Good Charlotte. <laughs> what? Yeah, isn't that crazy? I remember they were all wearing like bandanas and like trucker hats, looking like fucking those lowrider bikes, like Rick Thorne looking ass dudes yeah. and shit. And uh, I would see them like, man, I want to try to pull that off, but there's no fucking way I'm gonna go out in public wearing a bandana and a fucking trucker hat because I'll get beat up. My cousin showed me that band 
I was like 10 when that CD came out, and I was like, this is amazing. And uh, I remember them having, uh, oh, sorry, I, was, I, I remember them having really entertaining videos. That the first boys, album. the uh, girls and boys video was awesome with the old, it was all old people. And then, like, yeah. uh, they had, they had like five or six videos from that album alone, like uh, Lifestyles Rich and Famous, Anthem, Girls and Boys, Young and Hopeless. Hold on, might have had a video like that. That album was huge for them, but uh, I was just that album was way bigger for them than their first record was. Oh yeah, and uh, it's one of like the the bigger instances I can think of of where a band's second record did so much better than their first record. I think that tends to be the case for bands who are good, but their first album is just not widely widely you know released. Sure, I do. I will say that their first record I think is better. That's fair. I don't agree, but that's just because I think that there's a lot of rough things on the first album that I think they they just were young. The second shout, one, shout out the shout out the river video. Like, yeah, that yeah that album's fucking weird, with like all the projectors and shit. That's I think that hey, I think that one actually. Me, me, there's like cool. a, a a picture of or like a clip of Benji Madden like screaming on my own, and eventually he morphs into M Shadows, and you're like. That's ridiculous. Fair enough, but me and Larry can me and Larry can uh, argue about Good Charlotte on another podcast because education takes no sides. So number four, fair is uh, yeah by Usher. No surprise there. That was huge. <laughs> True. That's, it was Usher, uh, Lil John, and Ludacris were featured on that, right? Yes. Dun, 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 dun. That al- yeah. That album is sick. <laughs> um. Lil John, I I miss him. Yeah, you know, you know, I was thinking of that that cycle for Usher because I feel like Usher was really popular before that, but that one made him like really, really huge. And uh, I remember the burn video where there's that dance break, and he's just like wearing these like K Swiss or something, and he's out in the driveway doing like dance moves by himself, and I'm like, what the fuck is going on right now? That album can confessions, yeah. right? Yes. What a fucking record, man. What a fucking career that that guy had. Usher's, I... even early Usher, like his first single, um, You Make Me Wanna, mm-hmm. fantastic. Everything he does is good. Usher, you're so sick. If I could also, if I could just add to this so we can keep going through the list, um, made me think of Lil John, and I'm sure that he, what happened to Lil John? Like, he just, like, just, just doesn't do music anymore? I think he produces now. For sure, that makes. What that happened makes sense, to him? They ran out of big clothes. I just wanted to say I wanted to make the joke that like he established Crunk, and then Crunk Core became a thing, and he's just like, Nah, I'm out. He probably saw it, he's like, Oh shit! He was like, <laughs> Alright, I'm gonna head out. Like, this is he fucking did the spo- bad. He was the SpongeBob meme. He's like, Alright, I'm gonna head out. Yeah. Um, sh- that might be it. Lil John, I get Lil it. Lil John's greatest hits record is like actually amazing. Yeah, like there's little John so rules. Many, fucking put your hood up and like all that shit. There's so many little John songs that slap. Um, okay, so top three, the f- two, three and two, I'm not surprised with. Number one, I am really surprised that's the f- number one. But anyways, number three is Bye 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 by Insync. Uh, sure. Huge with the train, huge train and shit. Yeah, that video is huge. It was huge, man, when that came out. I remember sitting in front of the TV, and there was that, and then, oops, I did it again, like, back and forth all day. Or Britney Spears in the red jumpsuit. That video, like, was, she was in space, I think. Yeah. Maybe. Oof. That video was strange. Yeah, but now it made me have this weird thing where I want women to put on red jumpsuits. 
red patent leather jumpsuits at that. The red patent leather jumpsuit apparatus. <laughs> if I could, if I could just add uh, to to the NSYNC videos, because uh, because it's gonna be me as like the best song. Uh, the video where they're like the the action figures and they crawl out the box and shit. That one was it's cool. gonna be me. amazing. Video. Oh yeah, that video. He's got that plastic ass fucking like ramen hair on, where it's like. You can tell it's made those, of plastic. Those dolls are probably worth a ton of money right now. Um, I hope so. The Britney Spears video, there's like a bunch of backup dancers. And I remember they're doing this weird like thing where they have their hands on their sides. They're doing like a shuffle. And she has like these fucking clogs on with this jumpsuit. Like these big heel like kind of weird shoes. I'm like, what in the hell? Because I watched this recently. And I was like, what the fuck were they thinking in like the late night? Was it, I think that was 2000. I was like, what mm-hmm. the hell was going on? Well, I guess they thought Millennium Space. I don't know. Um, speaking of Millennium, number two video is Backstreet Boys Larger Than Life. Is that the... Bow, bow, Which video? And they have like those... I'm thinking of... They have those weird... I'm thinking of the Everybody video. That's when they have those... Where it's like all scary. No, that's the haunted one. This one, they have these weird like... Uh, suit like space like weird suits on they look like transformers or something and that's when they had the toys at burger king yeah remember that yeah yeah i remember going to burger king as a kid and i'm like oh which backstreet boy did i get and i'm like this is fucking weird um you get the vhs yeah you got a vhs from burger king of backstreet Boys? yeah i think so dude yeah we did then they did three colors i want to say i thought that that was a cd thing with different colors yellow blue red or something I want to say they did it with the tapes. What we'll the look oh. into this? I'm just thinking of that album was huge. I have that album. I still have it actually on both. I have that album on cassette and CD. Nice. Um, I remember when that came out, how big of a deal it was because it was like uh, I want it that way. It was like one of the bigger songs on that. But the this video was like. Uh, not one I expected to be in the top, like not the song, but just the video is not to me as memorable as some of their other ones. Like you said, Backstreet, sure. but but maybe it has to do with the the year in ninety nine and two thousand. Everybody was into this shit. Yeah. All right. So that was kind of that was kind of their peak. Oh yeah. Um. So number one is Backstreet Boys again, but this is another one that I thought was strange. It's the Shape of My Heart video, which I don't even remember the video for that. No. I remember the song. I kind of do, which I think is strange that I'm not completely sure I can recall the song, and that's the number one from TRL. Is that, is that the Black and Blue album, like that third album, right? Maybe. So like, I got that album for Christmas when it came out, and like... Uh, I like okay yeah, and then I like stopped listening to Backstreet Boys. <laughs> I was like, this is like two thousand, God, who knows what year, two thousand one or two thousand two, and then I was like, you know, I just only care about pop punk and Eminem. <laughs> so I just, that could be why I don't remember it, but I just don't remember the video at all. No but idea. It said like that kept it kept it in the number one forever. So maybe I don't know. Maybe the video was good, and or Backstreet Boys fans were coming out full fledged. I don't know. I feel like something too um, is, and you see this in music all the time, people who aren't into something, I guess, and I'm not saying this in a critical, like hypoc- or a critical way, but they're like late to the party, so to speak. So sure. somebody might have seen Backstreet Boys because of like, they're at the very end of that millennium cycle and then they might have all became mega fans and got all the stuff 
you know, the back catalog. And by the time, yeah. but that's by the time the casual people are like, whatever. Okay, that happens yeah. with bands all the time. I feel like people get into bands and then you're already like, yo, like you, you ever tell somebody, okay, well, it's different with me and Steve. Cause you went, you were going to shows when we were too young, but you ever tell somebody like, I'll tell them, oh yeah, I saw the story so far. Like however many times on their first album cycle. And a lot of people didn't even get into them until a few years ago. It's no fault of their own. That's just how it goes sometimes. Sure. So, um, anyways, so yeah, that was kind of a little, little rant on the TRL kind of era. Um, the end of MTV, there was, there was some kind of like neon pop punk going on on there and then it kind of just died. Is MTV still a channel? Yeah, they had to take music out of their name. Um, so, cause it's just like, I don't know, white trash culture shows now or whatever. I remember like they used to have all those like 16 and pregnant and like shows like that and i just lost interest yeah i i feel like that's not like i mean it's almost like encouraging teenagers like hey like get pregnant before you're ready and we'll put you on television or yeah, like that's insane or like my sweet 16 or whatever when girls are like oh you got me the wrong you know you got me the wrong mercedes-benz and they're just like yelling at their parents their rich parents like okay so yeah. Ugh. Anyways, uh, Sky Point Music Television. We barely knew ye. Um, <laughs> I knew you good as hell. No, actually, I, I watched we, you for years. I know like. we did, but you know. And uh, uh, thanks for the memories. <laughs> Shout out, Fall Out yeah. Boy. So that kind of is a good segue into YouTube. Yeah. Well, like the end of MTV. Like, I rem- oh, did y'all have Fuse? Yeah, I mean, we had Fuse, and we had VH1. I mean, that kind of all... Fucking Fuse, like... Fuse played a lot of videos. They had Hoppus on Music, like, too. Yeah, yeah, true. That was later. But, but I remember, like, between, like, 2000, what, 4 and 2006 or 7, maybe? They used to interview... I watched Fuse yeah, constantly. I liked Fuse because they used to interview, like, Warp Tour bands, and they used to put, like, videos on demand and stuff. Yeah, but uh, like I watched, uh, I watched the videos on demand a lot between like 2006 and 2009. Oh yeah, uh, yeah. Like Mill and I would just spend like like weekends or something. Like when it would get late, we just like go through that and we find a cool song. Like I remember like uh, Bullet with Butterfly Wings was on there, and then like some old Metallica stuff. And sometimes they'd have like pop punk. Sometimes they'd have cool rap. Like it just it was always they would mix it up. There's always like fifty Avenged Sevenfold videos. Fuse was very Avenged Sevenfold heavy. Um, and taking back I Sunday, remember, I feel like. Oh yeah, I remember Steven's Untitled Rock Show. He would play all that I've got by the Used <laughs> every other every other video. Ugh. And uh, a lot of senses fail. A lot of that kind of like. Warp Tour stuff that people would call emo, like swoopy hair music. Um, yeah. Silverstein a little bit. Mm-hmm. My Chem was huge Season. on there. Yeah, My Chem, Fall Out Boy. Fall Out Boy ruled everything back then. They were like the number one band. True. I, even, even when the I Don't Care video dropped, that was on like VH1 proper. Yeah. VH1 used to have those countdowns, those like top songs of the 90s and like stuff. I used to love that. I love those. Like they'd show video clips and have people talking about it and shit. I love that shit. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. So I guess 
2005, 2006, like, YouTube kind of comes into the picture. But sure. before there was a lot of music videos, because, you know, people were just posting their own stuff. So if there was... There, bands didn't have, like, Vivo pages. Like, people were ripping from LimeWire and uploading them. Mm-hmm. So, like, I feel like a lot of it was, like, just Smosh and stuff like that. <laughs> sure. And YouTube... Remember how the, the videos <laughs> used to only be so long, like, under 10 minutes? Mm-hmm. And then they changed it, so now there's videos. Like, I was watching a movie on there earlier. Um, but, like... It's kind of funny how that happened. I've I've seen YouTube videos that are like like legitimately like six hours. Yeah. Oh yeah. Like, ten like, hours. Like video oh. video essay. Oh yeah, the ten hour memes. But like video essays and like analysis. Like there's one called uh, Metal Gear Solid Four was a mistake, and it's like four or five hours, and this guy breaks down the entire game. Uh, which did they have that? Like it was under ten, which is crazy to think. So it was under ten minutes for so long. Uh, well, by now it's been twice as long. Was it under 10 minutes until Google bought them? I think Maybe. so. Maybe. I, I mean, I just remember, like, when I would watch, like, episodes of TV shows or shit like that that people would post, it'd be in parts. Yeah, it'd be, like, part one of three for a 20-minute show. Yeah. And it'd be, like, That's seven crazy. minutes each or whatever. Um, I just, uh, I think YouTube became so important because you could just search whatever you wanted and that was like definitely not how mtv was like you'd have to call in and request it whereas on youtube it's like you want to watch the attack attack video which one you want boy here's all of them and a bunch of extra shit here's them playing in a fucking shithole somewhere in georgia that someone filmed on their sidekick and it sounds like ass watch that too i want the one on the bridge not the one at the house that attack that era (laughs) of bands like um, I feel like that was slightly after YouTube caught on. Yeah. But, uh, I used to love you. So when YouTube, like 2006, 2007, there was a point where I'd seen like every Blink video on YouTube because there was not that as many as there are now for multiple reasons. But uh, I used to love because people would upload old TRL stuff like Road Home and whatever. They would upload like uh, videos of them playing live that were bootlegs that I've never seen. And I, I remember YouTube like I and I still use it more for that than like for music videos. But uh, I think now it's weird that like you shoot a video and you could be a local band or you could be a giant band and you it's going to the same place. Right now, that's nuts. Different people are gonna see it based on who you are, but it's just kind of weird how it's like if we back in the day, like we could put, like we could record a video of us doing this podcast, and it's on the same platform that, like, you know, uh, Ariana Grande is posting her videos. But like that's like think about like twenty years ago, like that would never be the case. But I think YouTube did help a lot of people. I remember, you know, kind of thinking about Mac Miller was uh, his one of his homies was the guy making his videos. So he wasn't having to pay a ton for his videos, if at all. And he was putting a ton of his videos and songs on YouTube. And I think that kind of I'm not saying he's the reason, but I think that kind of mentality is why a lot of rappers in, in particular would drop singles and do videos and just go straight to YouTube because people caught on. And Mac Miller is definitely one of those people who took advantage of that platform. Oh, yeah. And so, like, that's kind of that. 
point I was going to make earlier. Say, Go ahead, Steve. If I can add, because at this point we're talking like late 2000s, early 2010s, um, some artists completely, uh, like these are two like two huge songs from those times, but like think about Justin Bieber. Yeah. When Baby dropped, that that was the number one video for like five years. Or, and and the least liked video of all, like I think, probably not of all time anymore. No. But it used to be like the most disliked video on the. You ever seen the Dave Days one with Tayson Day doing the ludicrous part in his low ass voice? No, fuck, is that yeah, real? The, do you know? Do you, yeah. do you know who Dave Days is? Mm-mm. Dave Days is like a parody guy on YouTube. Sure. He looks like a mix. Well, like in this era, he looked like like a mix between me and Drake Bell, like that kind of hair. So it just looked like you, kind of, but like reddish hair. Like that kind of, okay. so he's like, you know, scrawny white guy with swoopy hair back then. I don't know what he's up to now, but he used to post like parodies. And uh, remember what Tayson Day did like the Chocolate Rain? Of course. So like he's, they're like friends and they do this video and it's a parody of Baby by Justin Bieber and they change the lyrics and stuff. And it's like, not like low budget, but not big budget. It's just kind of funny. But Tayson Day does like the ludicrous section in his low ass voice and it's really funny. <laughs> just because his voice yeah. is so low, it's sick. Tayson Day is tight. But see, that's the type Tazon of shit Day is very that's tight. the type of shit you'd watch on YouTube to entertain yourself, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, oh yeah. Uh, see, I also wanted to sh- uh I don't know if I don't even know if I'm shouting it out, but just wanted to mention like uh that was one that completely, you know, that's kickstarted his whole career. Well, he posted those videos of him playing acoustic or something on there, right? That's how he got signed. Uh, it was like him playing acoustic guitar and singing when he was like 13 and they found him like that. Mm-hmm. Which is even more incredible than just like a video having him, like a video acting as a catalyst. But uh, the other one I wanted to talk about, even though it's like, it's different culture, but it got big here through the video on YouTube was Gangnam Style. <laughs> yeah. That, True. That dude's sick. Do, do you remember how big that was? Like violently if you ever want to see something intense look look up that dude playing it live there's like shows where he's playing like 50,000 100,000 I don't even know how many and they're all fucking doing it and they got like glow sticks and shit and I'm like what am I watching I I thought of the the correct uh, phrasing for this it went from the point from debuting your song on like MTV but then it was like when a music video went viral that yeah. like that that was not possible. And it's kind of like it's kind of like having True. inventory you True. don't have to replace. Like your video is gonna stay there. You want it to get views, but you don't have to wait for it to come on in rotation. No, it, it'll be it'll make like you want it to stay kinda, on like the top page. Kind of just but. to Steve's point, I just wanted to add a lot of bands. Sometimes it was because of MySpace because you could post your songs on there. But like a lot of bands got signed or got bigger because of the internet. Before there was every single band that was on the internet. Like, I remember bo- yeah, the dude from Boys Like Girls, like, got found and they got signed because of songs on MySpace. Like, they got, like, a record, like, a bigger record label to sign them because of that. And it's, like, nowadays everybody's band, like, if your band doesn't have shit on Spotify and stuff, it's, like, you know, you, pra- you, like, you practically you. don't exist to people because people don't even go to show. Well, right now we can't, but, you know, just recent years. But, um... It's kind of crazy how, like, if you had the ability to get your stuff up, then people could, uh, you know, you you could uh, take advantage of that of that space for someone to find you. Yeah. So true. Sorry, that's just a little tangent on there. Yeah, that's all right. All I'm saying is that was the whole like I needed the word viral and I couldn't think of it. Which no, but that's a really, given that's these a good circums- one. 
these circumstances I, that should have been further in my brain. That's but, incredibly valid. <laughs> um, and the context we're using, though, not so much. Uh, I, it is kind of strange, though, how that just became the norm with like the death of music on television. Yeah, I think because I kind of talked about this before, music on Spotify and stuff like television anymore is like uh, kind of not. It's like it, it's it's kind of like big business, big you know, big TV deals. So you're gonna get news and sports and stuff. But but really, I don't think anybody's playing any type of music videos on TV. No, you get you get your uh, talk show performances still happen and like award shows and like the super bowl halftime which i don't know if that's going to be a thing this year yeah the weekend well, they have it. you know what maybe i'm wrong that's actually pretty cool yeah i'm in, fucking psyched because we can rule what we've had but in the last, but i, you know, I, I guess years. there are other mm. channels like there was always like cmt and bet and stuff but i don't know if they even play music i don't watch i don't know you know That's wild. They used to have Yo MTV raps back in the day. <laughs> Yo MTV raps was. And tired. then like Nick Cannon's Wild and Out, where they do like frat battles and stuff. That was on. They B- brought Nick back. Cannon. They brought back Wild and Out for a bit. Um, but yeah. I think like uh, they do those country music awards on CMT. Do they play country music on that channel all the time, or has it become just something else? Uh, when I was a kid, it was like mad country music all the time. Um, I have no idea what they play on CMT. I now. know they're very, and I don't mean this in a um, like government sense, but they're very political. Like they got super mad at Taylor Swift and said, "You're not country" or whatever. Like they get like picky about who's on their channel, I guess. And I know they play a lot of movies, like uh, like bullshit country movies, like Where the Heart Is and shit, where that chick lives in Walmart or whatever. <laughs> like they play shit like that on there. Oh my gosh. Um. Whatever. No, I just was curious because it's like that's I know a little bit of what happened to MTV because I kind of watched it crumble. But um, yeah. But with YouTube though, it's interesting because obviously one of the biggest things I don't think we we take for granted now, but is you're able to like sh- you know share your video via like yeah. URL. Yeah. And so like Facebook and places like that or Twitter or whatever, like you could share music videos and stream them from YouTube, and I think like. Obviously, that's a huge tool, um, and so like if a band you like, if you follow them on social media, and then they share that, you're gonna watch it, or you're likely to have the opportunity to watch it. Yeah, um, but you don't get like, I don't know, it's completely different. I don't know. I don't really watch a lot of music videos. Like I said, I'm more into live. I think yeah. when I was younger, it was just, like, a thing that I enjoyed because I like music. But, like, sometimes I'll watch a band's music video. But I'm so, like, uh, I'm, I think with, like, listening to music, it's not, and just like listening to a podcast. We are visual creatures, but, like, we're also people who like to multitask. So right. I think, like, that's why you see a lot of these podcast shows like Joe Rogan or Pat McAfee. Where, so Pat McAfee's on satellite radio, but, like... Uh, you can listen to them. You can watch them on YouTube, but if you want, you can just listen to it and you'll still get the full, yeah, yeah. The full effect. And I think that that's kind of this weird duality that it's always been... Obviously, radio is old school, but there's never been like radio where you could watch it and listen to it or do both or whatever. You know what I mean? But podcasting sure. is kind of going that way. And then I think like... Uh, obviously, sports games, they would broadcast, but you have different people calling radio than TV because... They're calling it for people who can't see it. 
Sure. So I think, I sure. think music's always been like multitask. So I think like, I don't know. It's kind of weird. Like you, it's like you have to have videos, but people almost take them for granted because of things like Spotify and stuff. But also, uh, did you, Spotify was doing that weird thing where they would like play bits of video while you're listening to music. Mm-hmm. I didn't really like that. They they still have the canvases. Uh, I think we don't get them. I think it's because around like we share the the family plan now. I think for some reason shared accounts don't have access That's to them. That's fine. Yet. I, don't, I don't really I don't. care. I prefer to look at the album art. Uh, right. Not like the 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 animations are cool, but I just prefer looking at the album art per like. That's just my preference. Uh, speaking of Spotify, it kind of made me think, like, music is still incredibly important to YouTube. I mean, there's, you know, YouTube music now, and, and chances are, if you go through every letter of the keyboard, like, every suggest every suggestion is going to be music. Yeah. Um, but because of how big, like, streaming services for music has gotten... Uh, I don't think videos are that they don't they tend to not go as viral as they once. You, you know, used you know to. what I think though. Um, yeah, that's but fair. I think old videos are getting tons of resurgence. Like you ever go out and look up something, either it gets recommended to you or you look it up, and it's nostalgic. And then you go in the comments and people are either saying listening in twenty twenty or twenty twenty one or like you didn't. Let's be honest, it wasn't recommended. You searched for it or whatever those like spot those comments people always post. But oh, it's yeah. true. And then so, sometimes I see him and I'm like, oh, man, he's right. But it's true. You say Miley Cyrus. I say Nirvana. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, one time me and Steve just went through videos to find the dumbest comments, and then we just tweeted them. Like, we just typed them out. And there was one that was just like, yeah, you say Miley Cyrus. I say Nirvana. You say uh, Lady Gaga. I say Green Day or whatever. You say Pink. I say Black. Like, the, the, that type of shit is so funny. The, my favorite was there was one where it's like we so we were going on like the biggest like top five songs you could find so like to find like these a comments. doll and shit. There was like an, sure. like a really there were some extreme ones where it's like oh god like like the world's fucked we're not gonna last another five years. <laughs> on the Adele video, it was on Wait, some pop like, artist, probably not Adele. That's still that's insane. Dude, you know what? Yeah, what? I was like, the internet is the internet is dead. What like, if? Plus, imagine stuff. if you could comment on stuff on TRL back in the day. Imagine the type of offensive shit people said in the '90s showing up on comments. It would be yep. brutal. Because <laughs> people in the, back in the that. day, it wasn't even like offensive, like like because we think offensive, and obviously people think about like things like race and stuff like that. But back in the day, yeah. people were just mean. <laughs> Like people didn't give a fuck. Yeah, that's like true. people didn't give a fuck. Like let's <laughs> be like, yeah, your song like, sucks. I'm pretty I'm pretty like nowadays people are always like, you know, you're the the white male Christian, whatever. But like let's be honest, back in the day they didn't give a fuck about that either. You'd show up to school and they'd be like, You're a fucking dick and you're like, Oh, okay. That's just how it was. <laughs> yeah. So like I'm just thinking about comments in the nineties, like somebody would see it and they'd be like, This song blows ass. Like you know what I mean? Like it would have been a, well actually that I wish was people a thing. Still talk it like was that. a thing. Beavis and Butthead did that. They True. would just comment on Yeah, they'd be like, Oh yeah, this song fucking sucks. Like, hey, look at that girl's boobs. Yeah, that was the Shit. original YouTube comment section was Beavis and Butthead. <laughs> Yo Oh that's so remember sick. Remember when they brought it back like ten years ago? I was yeah. watching one of them. It was one of those that Cage the Elephant video where they're like in the um, ju- like impound junkyard, and he's just like, "I wouldn't want to park my car ju- car in Cage the Elephant's parking lot." <laughs> I'm just like, "What am I watching? <laughs> this is not as funny as I thought it was." Um, 
but that voice was very good. Uh, but uh, <laughs> you know, it's funny because that's basically—I didn't even think of it until I said it out loud. But that's basically what the fuck it was back then. But uh, I mean, obviously, there's some stuff they didn't say on TV, but they're pretty. Beavis and Butthole was kind of right up there with South Park, or they'd say what they wanted. Yeah, but uh, yeah, I think uh, just kind of to go back backtrack a little bit to what Steve was saying. Like we were looking that up, but we were just laughing because we we're like people go out of their way to like, I don't know what they're trying to make a statement about, but being emo or whatever, I don't know. <laughs> I I don't like the worst thing you could do. Like the one thing that's worse than like YouTube comments is Facebook comments. Ah! Well, Facebook and in general just should be taken down. The uh, yeah, I'd be cool with it at this point. Uh, the I guess the word I'm looking for here is uh, is it pedantic, or it's like they need to be right about like the smallest thing, yeah. and they give these elaborate explanations as if like you were reading a textbook, and they use perfect grammar. So be like, well, comma, fact of the matter is. That was this shade of blue and not royal blue, and you really need to understand. Like, it's, like that's just a you know a bullshit example, but <laughs> it's, it's a comment on a knock loose video. <laughs> yeah, which speaking of, because we're getting into the now we're fully into YouTube era. Um, I really enjoyed. Uh, I guess I could just drop my me shitting on Facebook comments segue into this. <laughs> knock loose did some really cool shit with Max Moore. I think Max Moore needs to be talked about for a second because. He's definitely the most prevalent uh, director in our world. Sure. Um, his stuff with Knocked Loose was really good. His stuff with Touche was good. I looked on his portfolio. He actually did the last few Newfound videos. Yeah, mm-hmm. he did that one. They were playing in the... It was like a Mashi like, club show, and Chad's wearing the Miami Heat jersey. And he yeah, was playing the anything, vi- uh, sticker, Les Paul. Anything yep. he did with Code Orange has been insane. I preferred the I Am King work for yeah, his videos, sick. though. I prefer the I Am King era in general as no, a whole. Can we just, let's I'm go glad, back I'm to glad 2013. You said that. <laughs> I'm glad you said that because I wholeheartedly agree. And like I want to like the more recent Code Orange. I don't want to say I dislike it, but I dislike King so much fucking better that I don't really care. Do you remember? And like every everyone kind of like Metalcore totally followed suit with that album like they were playing those kind of riffs before a lot of other bands but anyways um like the uh what's i can't think of the song name let me let me look it up the one video where it looks like it's shot on vhs and it's like the cult shit dreams and inertia yeah that video is insane and obviously uh he did two counterparts videos too which are all very great. The collapse video is beautiful. I love that video. I don't know who pro- I don't nice. know who produced them, but you know what I thought was cool is when Title Fight was doing those videos on VHS. They did it for they, they might have just they might have just shot it in like a home. No, they. I'm pretty, no, they, think, pretty sure they did. Yeah, they just took like one of those big VHS camcorders on tour and like they put out their documentary and like the uh, what video was it? The 27 video, well, I think. 27, yeah. they did the Shed video on film. They did, like, some of the floral green yeah. stuff. It's all, it looks fucking awesome. I get, like, it, it looks awesome and it's cool, but I almost think they kind of did, did that just to be like a, 
oh, we shot this on film. Like, dude, what? I mean, you. yeah, but like at the same time, like they made it look it almost was like it, like they knew it didn't look good. It wasn't like when bands record on tape and they're like it sounds awesome. Right. Like we recorded on tape, so it sounds better. It's like no, like, they knew it didn't look good, but like you can't even make out Ned's face when he's singing. But but yeah, it's it's just so grainy and but it, it grimy. But I it think looks in twenty eleven or twelve, like when those videos were coming out. I think it was refreshing because everything looked so like the same. Like yeah, everybody's yeah, yeah. videos looked the same because, like, again, this is YouTube era or whatever. But if you think of bands that are playing Warp Tour, like metalcore bands and pop punk bands and that sort of thing, everybody's video is so crisp and bright. And but clear. it was like almost to like kind of like when we talk about on the design thing where people were using the same types of fonts and same like layouts. That's kind of how videos oh, yeah. looked and. Like, you know, A Day to Remember probably set the president, but, like, the precedent. But uh, everybody was, like, uh, you know, like you said, it's crisp and clear and stuff, but then there's kind of, like, the weird saturation going on, and I can't... I'm not a video person, so it's hard for me to totally describe it, but I used, that's probably mm. when I got sick of watching videos, so I really liked, like, the title fight ones, or I used to like videos that were compilations of bands playing live and fucking around, because I liked the live show vibe, but, like... Some, mm-hmm. I don't know, like, I never, I actually, like, was not a huge fan of, I, I don't like videos a lot where there's no performance. There's not very many of them that I'm into. True. But that's, again, that's not, not to say that they're bad. They're probably more interesting to people. I'm kind of down the middle. I think you can get away with it. I think they could be really cool. Like, uh, the You're Not You Anymore video is, is really cool. And there is no performance. That's entirely narrative. Citizen has a bunch where there's no performance, or like in the Jet video, there's a yeah, glim- yeah. there's a there's a glimpse of them playing on the TV in like the shot, which True. I thought was like a cool little meta thing to do there. Uh, but it it I think you need to find balance. Well, overall. let me rephrase it. Like there are some videos I like, but the band is still in it. Right. Okay. So like yeah. Smashing Pumpkins has like their today video where Billy Corgan's driving the ice cream truck. That video's yeah, sick. Yeah, it's awesome. Right? But he's like singing and like the it's all he's picking up all the band members. But there's like like a newfound video and like a Heart Attack Man oh, video wow. and stuff. How's it going? Hey, Ashley's here. What's up, Ash? Can I see shit? Yeah. It's kind of like. Oh, sick! She just got a tattoo. Yo. Those are sick. And she went over that one. Gangsta. You were here. <laughs> Right there. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, like Newfound has a video that's like from not the recent album, but the one before from Makes Me Sick, and like uh, Heart Attack Man has a has a video where it's like the band's not even in it, and they're still cool videos. Like I'll watch them once or twice, but like I just think like, well, what's the the one from Makes Me Sick where there's no performance in it? It's, I can't remember which song it is. They have like the kids, and they have they're like. Throwing water balloons at like the high school kids or whatever. Oh, oh man, yeah, the guy shoots his pants. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah, cool. It it's a cool narrative, but like I don't revisit it. Like when there's a, a fucking video of a band playing, I I tend to watch it a lot. Maybe because I learn songs by watching bands play sometimes. Like I'm able to kind of find yeah. a root note or something, whatever. But but sure. like, um, that sounds really nerdy, but it's the truth. But uh. But, right. like, I don't know. I also, too, think it comes from being younger and watching bands play and people go off even if it's staged and you're like, fuck yeah, I want to do that. 
that's for yeah. me that's just kind of i know that that's where that stems from like when you watch like uh because blink had a bunch of fun videos but even mm-hmm. in like the all the small things or what's my edge again videos i was always like oh i want that guitar <laughs> you know what yeah. i mean but still do but yeah but like uh when uh when i watch like uh for example like a counterparts video maybe that's not a band i grew up idolizing i'm still a huge fan but like I, it's not like a band from when i was a kid but like steve was talking about that you're not you i'm like yeah that's that's nice it's nothing wrong with it i'm sure a lot of people really like it and it's probably a good move for their band but like for me personally i don't revisit that really i, I like watching them play because they shred <laughs> they yeah. they have uh their band or i guess i know i know a I'm just going to start over. They have a little bit of everything <laughs> in their whole, like, I guess, videography, if you could say. Sure, they have diverse videos. They have some where it's like, they have, like, the Swim Beneath My Skin video is strictly a performance. Or um, the bouquet one is all, there's some live stuff and just random imagery that Trey shot on Super 8 film, which looks insane. Um, but I think... I mean, they've made it clear that they're not exactly fans of having to sit there all day and shoot a video. Yeah. So when you look at something, I think, like like you were saying, with the Collapse video, you get both. You get the narrative and the imagery. Yeah, it's like, art, it's like artsy, too. but they're playing, too. I, I think, and, and that's kind of like the standard. Going back to Smashing Pumpkins, now I get to talk about uh, the perfect video with Billy Corgan <laughs> on top of a crane. With a cowboy hat <laughs> Wearing a cowboy hat. Yep. And behind Sick. the scenes, little little tidbit there, he like agreed to do it, and then didn't realize how high up he would be, and then he was like, out of his mind, terrified well, having to. Smashing film Pumpkins is a is a band where they're usually in the video, That's but awesome. they have a lot of artsy ones like Ava Adore or like uh, 1979 is one, or like uh, what's uh, Tonight Tonight, where they do like really or or 33 like they all have like these weird artsy videos smashing pumpkins is kind of one of the bands from that era who was really doing that and i like their videos too but again this is just personal preference now that we have youtube like i'd rather go watch a video of them playing live that's just me though like that or especially too because there's so many random things that we never got to like you could just look up stuff that was never released to buy like pro shot stuff and bootleg stuff and there's so much I mean, yeah. Steve, I know you've probably seen, for as much as you like those videos, you've probably seen a billion awesome Counterparts live videos. Which I just prefer those. Because you get the, uh, you know, the little, what's, like the little nuances of a live performance and like a crowd reaction. And it's like, it's not like there's nothing edited about it just that that is what it is because it's and live i think um it, maybe this this pandemic has made us realize maybe not us maybe us i don't know but made people realize how important like live stuff is because like how many bands are just reaching out to like i'm not really into this as much but like i know like larry's watched a bunch of them steve's watched some like the live streams sure like, for me i i think they're really cool i just have a hard time sitting still for that long but, like, when I'm at a show, sure. it's easier. But I think it shows you, like, first of all, bands need money, but they're trying. You know what I mean? And people want to see it. Oh, yeah. Um, obviously, with sports, you can watch it on TV anyway. It's definitely not the same with uh, no people, but, like, it's still, like, you're watching it. But um, I think uh, that kind of shows you, like, you know, the music video stuff is awesome, but you can't just put out a music video for every song on your album and not go tour. Right. People want to see you play. 
If you can, if you're current, you know what I mean. I so, get that. I totally get that. I don't know. Um, I don't know how how long you guys want to run on this one. We can take a break and do more, or if you want to wrap it up, it's up to you. I'm we. Oh, uh, before we, if we do wrap it up, we have not mentioned fucking. Uh, what's the band with the treadmills on their okay, video? Okay, go. Uh, all of their videos are insane. They're they're like all the, of them. the band. They're basically like YouTube if it was a band. Exactly. Yeah. Da, da, da. Wasn't that on Rock Band? Dun, dun, Maybe dun, 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 I couldn't. Dun, 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 I couldn't dun, dun, recall dun, dun, dun. one of their songs by any means. I just. I just know that they have I know sick that videos. One. It's got the da 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 da, da. and they're like on the treadmills. Yeah, for sure. It's a cool video, but uh, like, new... what's your uh, your favorite video ever? Oh, I didn't think. I didn't think about this, so let me just run through some in my head real quick. Sure. Hmm. Damn, that's hard. I like a lot of Foo Fighters videos, uh, just because they're funny. Yeah. Um, obviously, the Blink stuff. I've watched the Blink and Newfound stuff into the ground, though. Like, I've had all... Yeah. Remember, well, real quick, before we answer this question, remember you used to buy DVDs that were just videos? Yeah, oh, yeah. Like, Blink, uh, I had a Simple Plan one. I think I had... We had maybe had a Metallica one. Maybe. Or remember uh, enhanced CD digipacks, and you put it on your computer. Enhanced CDs were and so they had, like, sick. And like a video, and like maybe like a little thing, or um, if I have like all the the Blink DVDs, like the Aretha Chronicles, and then like the bonus features were like here's three videos or four whatever. Mm-hmm. So uh, that I remember. Do you remember the untitled? Content? Yeah, they had like like basically like they were videos shot of them playing different songs just for that. Yeah, it was just like like the whole fucking record. It was like almost. in that room where they shot the down video, wasn't it? Yeah, mm-hmm. that was cool. Mm, I'm trying to think of like if I have like a few favorite videos to to list. If you guys want to go first, you can. Uh, Larry, do you got anything off the top of your head? Uh, uh, the arrows video from Fireworks is probably my favorite video ever. It's like this paper mache family like living in this house, and this guy that like runs a. A craft supply store comes and hunts and kills I remember them. That. I haven't seen it in a long time, though. It's a really good video. That's cool. I, uh, one of the ones I'll say, this is lame, but I like the Taste the Touch video because it's the old version of the song. And it's just a, a stereo and a bunch of places in Crown Point and people I know. I always like. Like the old, like the old version with like the slower delay at the beginning? It's like just one delay instead of two, yeah. Because like I, I think yeah. uh, I think on the the studio one, it's like there's two a different delay panned each way, but yeah. uh, I, those videos nowadays are nostalgic for me. So I like put those are the type of music videos I'll watch, and it makes me think of fun times in my life. Because even though I'm not like it's not my band or I'm not in it, that was like the I lived through that era, and like that's my my city and stuff like that. It sounds lame, but like I like watching videos like that. Um... I'm trying to think of like videos that I'll pull up from time to time. I wasn't prepared for this question. I should have. I oh, should have. Sure. Oh, ah, uh, and the Yah video with the uh, the little clay yeah, guy yeah, that runs yeah. around with Arab. chasing Soldier Boy and his friend. <laughs> Who's Soldier Boy? What the heck is that dance? Who Soldier Boy? <laughs> yeah, drink yeah. And they're playing PS2 or whatever. Um, I like, um, looking at some records here. Well, you know what? I do like a lot of the Super Heaven videos, like the, um, 
all pretty much all of them. But like the Jar video is cool. Um, the fucking what's the first song off of the second record called? Where they're like aliens are real and they find the alien body and they prop them up in the chair. Uh, the only video from that record I can think of is like when they're at their labels, like oh, office. Oh yeah, and they're like making coffee and they're playing in the kitchen and stuff. That video is um, cool. They have a bunch of cool videos. Um, and I, there's some. This is like a. I sound so lame, but like I like a lot of old stuff, so pumpkins. But like I like a lot of Nirvana videos. Me too. Like, uh, some of them are just weird, and some are funny, but like. I, I like videos from bands who are huge that didn't want to do the videos because usually you'll if, if unless it's totally lame you get something really fucked up or artsy yeah. or whatever. REM had a lot of cool videos That's too. That's me in the corner. Shout out Michael Stipe. <laughs> I love REM. Um, I feel like once I turn thirty, I'm only gonna listen to REM. You will. That's me and Steve were talking about that. Like, why don't we obsess over REM more? They're so good. And I'm like, once you turn thirty, it's just we... gonna be only. That. I've... They're a band I like never dived into, and anytime I hear them, I'm like, this is sick. Yeah, you should. REM is amazing. <laughs> um, you know what the best video is? Is it's not a music video, but I sent it to you the other day. It's Creed playing at that Cowboys game. That's my favorite piece of recorded media of all time. <laughs> and Scott Staff has like a Cowboys jersey tucked into his jeans or jean shorts or whatever. Is this fucking just like guy wearing like paper angel wings on like a fucking rope <laughs> he's like flying and the people do you hear the, the crowd go crazy when he like does that like they're like yeah and like, like, oh, are y'all impressed by this are well, you fucking by, kidding by, me by the halftime at a football game usually pre- everyone's pretty intoxicated so and actually if i was there and i saw that happening i'd be screaming well, too because i'd be so if psyched. i was watching creed live i think i would like be like that the whole time just because i'd be like yo i'm watching creed if they ever tour, or if any, if anyone ever tours, and they for some reason decide to come anywhere remotely near here, we have to go. You know what I want? You know what I want us to go see live is Avenged Sevenfold. <laughs> I, I, I feel like we like make jokes, and then like three songs in, we'd be like, "Yo, this is awesome!" Like, like, wow, this is incredible. You know, what, you know what band I saw just while we're wrapping up? You know what band I saw that that happened to me was uh, Bullet for My Valentine. I was watching them at a riot fest, and I was like, "Ah, like this is gonna be funny." And then I started watching them. And I was just like, "Holy shit, they're so heavy!" <laughs> and they were, like played really good. And I'm like, "I'm not really into this normally, but this is sick." <laughs> so that's you awesome. Know, shout out. Uh, uh, I say, could I, could I like just shout out a couple of uh, artists, even if I can't pick like one video? Yeah. Sure. Because I had a favorite video, but they're canceled now, so I don't know if I should talk about it. Well, who is it? Many rooms. Oh, they're canceled or whatever. Eh, I, don't, I mean, I don't. I don't she have... she canceled herself for saying some pretty gnarly shit about abortion. So, um, I mean, but it wasn't more about her because she's not actually in it. It's something Trey shot on Super Film or Super Eight Film. Yeah, that's fine. And it, like, you're just talking about directly, the video. It just ties directly into the album art. Like uh, it's the same person from the album art, the same location, and. It just kind of builds like its own aura around it, but uh, that was my favorite until like all that stuff happened. And then uh, I do love the counterparts collapse video because I think it's, it hits that balance of the performance yeah. and the artwork, and it's just the imagery is insane. They do like a time lapse of like a bouquet dying and stuff like that, and there's like a lot of cool reverse shots. Bar chords in the kitchen. Um, 
Yeah, that's, and it's just they're playing in an actual house. Bar which is cords cool. in the kitchen. Um, the other two, <laughs> the other two artists I want to shout out, um, Faith No More, specifically Angel Dust. Era. Oh, dude, they have some awesome shit. <laughs> because you know, with Angel Dust, uh, Faith No More in general, but Angel Dust especially, it's gonna be fucked up. Yeah. Specifically, the Everything's Ruined video, where it's just like them playing with just ridiculous green screens like it's like mike Patton in like a huge orange t-shirt with like walruses swimming behind him and bullshit um and uh i would say my last one real quick in most recent memory uh, phoebe bridgers has killed it with every single music video she's put out so especially cool. especially that first uh album cycle because uh, if I if I didn't say collapse, my favorite would be the Would You Rather video, because it lo- like they made it look like an old VHS you'd find in like your elementary school library. Tight. And like Connor Ober Connor Oberst is in it, and uh, it's just re- it's that perfect niche of like her music where it's like it's quirky but miserable at the same time, and you know like and you're kind of just like it just it hits that perfect level of cynicism. And then the other ones are cool, like Motion Sickness, where she's riding the scooter around and shit. And uh, the Kyoto one, where she couldn't film it in Japan, so she did it over a bunch of, like, stock footage green screens. Yeah. I thought that was really cool, too. Uh, she just has a way of, uh, like, her presentation, I just think, is top-notch for, for a lot of her videos. I wanted to shout out one more video. Well, I'll say, too, I love every old, bad 90s video. But uh, yeah. actually, there's a John Mayer video for Queen of California that I really like, where he it's like one camera, and it just like he keeps walking into different rooms, and it turns into outside or whatever, different. Yeah, like he has Ava, a lot of great videos, like, like the Ava Adore video. It's like a track. Yeah, they do shot. that with this John Mayer video, and it's fucking badass. Um, but I just like everything John Mayer does too. So, so <laughs> and uh, cancel me for loving John Mayer. This this joke this joke is uh too and late into the video, but uh, I'll say shout out the Lincoln Park video that that porn Yo, director did. <laughs> we didn't even talk about Lincoln Park real quick. Lincoln Park has some insanely dated stuff that's so awesome. Think of like the in the end video. Yeah, dude, we talked about that once before. The in the end video is the same thing as that in sync one, except it's like a desert mountain. Instead of like them being like a weird spaceship bowling yeah. alley, they're in, in the, it's like on they're the, on the set of the Lion King Disney movie. They're like on the cover of the uh, the I Human Clay I thought they were on Pride Rock. Oh my god! But uh, yo, the porn director one is the uh, uh, one step closer one where he's got fucking bright red hair, like Spike. It's just so it's just so bizarre. And it, well, what about the fucking um? What's the first song on that record? Uh, Papercut Paper video where it's like in that room and it's like all. He's wearing, like, those fucking plaid punk rock pants. <laughs> and, like, the fucking... Yeah, dude. That, that album... That song that rules. That album's amazing. Yeah. Their first two records are... Their first two records are so good because they're fucking identical. Skypoint. You know, okay, speaking of Chester, Skypoint, I also... One of my favorite videos ever is the Soundgarden video for Black Hole Sun because it's so fucked. With the ice cream and, and shit? Like, well, it's like the one where they're playing and the sky is like changing and then the people are all like, yeah. they look like they're high on, uh, they look like they're high on the laugh gas you get at the dentist. They probably were. It was the 90s and people just did um, weird drugs. There's, there's a bunch of cool <laughs> 90s videos like, like Jellyfish have some cool stuff on there. But yeah, that Black Hole Sun video is fucked. Yeah. 
Final summation, uh, two-way tie between Counterparts Collapse and Phoebe Bridgers' Would You Rather. So, rare. I'm trying to think if I have anything else good. <laughs> um, I like, I'll go with Eminem Without Me. This is the best video. Not really, but it's good. <laughs> That's what you're fucking at, at the end, Just the end part where he's dressed up like Osama Bin Laden and he starts dancing with D12. <laughs> Is that the one where him and Dr. Dre are Batman and Robin? Yeah, and he's got, like, the cup on sticking out of his fucking, like, shorts or whatever. He's dressed up like Robin. He's just... Or what about the 50 Cent one in the club where he's running on the treadmill? That's pretty classic. What's yeah, up? he's like, it's like, yeah, a, it's like Dr. True. Dre's like running a lab and he's like running on a treadmill like, hooked up to all this Running all these tests, test on him and shit. I'm like, the song's about being in yeah, a club. It's I keep not called he- in, I, in the yeah. lab. I keep, I keep hearing <laughs> about treadmills in music videos. And oddly enough, uh, the Citizen song that dropped today, the There's video your title, is like, peop- by the way, is like people, is like people, um, <laughs> it's like people exercising in the, in the woods <laughs> at like nighttime. Because citizens are now getting what the fuck? Yeah, and like they're all wearing like reflective vests and they're like shining flashlights at it, and and like they're sweating profusely. Everything like citizens are turning into a band where their videos are just like completely bizarre. Teenage Driss has some really cool new videos out. They're real fucky. Um, The song they put out today was really good. Uh, I'm trying to think if there's any. There's a lot of bands I love where their music videos are just okay, so I haven't really mentioned any. But I'm trying to think if there's anything else. that like Because after we get done, I'm going to be pissed. Um, Okay, I got one more really uh, great one. Is Social Distortion has that one for... Uh, uh, what the fuck is the name of the song? It's, fr- it's from their last album in 2011. Uh, Machine Gun Blues. Was a Robin yeah, the bank? it's like a movie, and it takes place in the late '30s, and they show up to like a bank. Oh yeah, and it's like it's pretty, it's pretty fucking ridiculous seeing Mike Ness like living out his dreams of being a '30s gangster. Because <laughs> you know, like that's what he wants to be. Absolutely, it's, it's, I support it. <laughs> that's so, cool. Yeah, shout out music videos. I miss them. Now, they still exist. I just miss seeing them on TV when it wasn't like something I wanted to intentionally watching something cool came on as a I think surprise. the only thing we didn't mention that I wanted to was you guys remember when a movie would come out and they would have a song for it so there would be a video of the artist but then they would splice in scenes from the movie the best one is Gangsta's yeah. Paradise yeah that's, not, that's what I'm talking Dangerous Minds like they would do they used to do that a lot Austin Powers is like there's one for Austin Powers uh, I can't remember which one it is I think it's a Spy Shag Me and there's some song where it's like him and Felicity dancing is it that Lenny Kravitz song? It might be. No, I think it's something else. Lenny Kravitz. Uh, there's also Lenny uh, Kravitz came on the radio dad- the other day. And I was like, what the fuck? My uncle went to a party at his house once. Elaborate a lot on that. Uh, <laughs> my uncle, who's a hairdresser in Miami and he does like a lot of he's my uncle's met almost if you name somebody he's probably met them like he's done Britney Spears hair and stuff uh he went to a party there and he just said it was kind of de- like Lenny Kravitz is just really depressed that adds up it was kind of weird yeah well get well soon Lenny Kravitz yeah, I think this is a long time ago but I hope he's doing yeah, better same shout yeah. out Lenny Kravitz <laughs> Shout out Lenny Kravitz. 
Lenny, remember when Lenny Kravitz had like a comeback in the early 2000s? And he had some weird pop music. I don't. Oh, good. It's probably for the best. I'll look it up. Yeah. Well, we're uh, we're about an hour and a half. Do we want to talk about what we've been listening to? Sure. Sure. Lenny Kravitz. <laughs> Lenny Kravitz. Just Lenny Kravitz. <laughs> That's it. Thanks for listening. Nothing else. See ya. Um, <laughs> I've been listening to a lot of Foo Fighters. Rare. Yeah. Nice. Really rare, right? And uh, anything else? I'm looking right now. Actually, I have to look too because I don't remember. Um, I've been listening to a lot of Foo Fighters. I was listening to the Cars yesterday. Oh, yeah. sick! First Cars album in particular, and um, you know a little bit of a little bit of everything else on my usual palette. But yeah, the Cars are sick. I've been listening to a lot of Thursday, and I've been listening to. Uh, Chris Shiflett used to have a, a sh- podcast he did like five years yeah, ago. Yeah. I remember. And I've been listening it's to that. Sick. Chris Shiflett is awesome. Yeah, he is. I always forget that he was in No Use for Yeah, because he's like in that weird era, like that in-between era. Because he joined right. in like 95 or 96 after that record was out, after Lake Concarne came out, and then he like left in like 99 before the album came out. That's crazy. So. But like... It's cool though that he was. That Chris what's cool. Yeah. He's an insane guitar player. Yeah, his signature Fender is fucking insane. It's cool. Also, uh, Sky Point Rico Kasich, the that... singer from the Cars. Oh, yeah, for real? He produced the Blue Weezer Blue album. Oh, oh wow! Okay, anyways, yeah, I'm big, big ass so random facts. Anyway, Steve, what you got? I've been listening to a ton of Julian Baker. Shocker, Rare. and uh, it actually was the record at the time of recording. It's perfect timing because she has a new video debuting tomorrow for one of the singles off her album. Uh, so nice. it all just kind of tied in together. Which she went a long time without releasing another song because the record was announced in October, and we only got the one single, and the album comes out next month. Bet. So I'm excited to to hear more of full band Julian Baker. And, uh, like, on Serbian Christmas, I listened to the whole Casey discography, um, which I haven't done in a long time, and, uh, it's still really good. Oh, and our friends in the region put out a new song. Yes, It's not did. super brand new uh-huh. at this point, maybe a week or two old, but it's cool, so check out the region. Always. Um, I feel like the region's been really great about being active during all of this, so, uh, hopefully we'll get more new stuff from friends soon. Oh, well, True. we'll have some stuff out. Uh, did we talk about Dave's thing on here yet? Yeah. No! Yeah. Uh, we, we mentioned it last episode. Well, oh. briefly. Anyways, uh, if you if you uh, want to support our homie Dave Gomez uh, when we're doing a... Uh, Larry was really awesome and organized it all, but uh, we are doing a compilation album of all of Friends' bands doing cover songs that Dave of bands Dave loves. And uh, you can find the link on our socials, and there's a t-shirt, and all the money's going to go to help Dave uh, with his uh, money for his treatment. So, And and for all those who like bought stuff already and yeah, pre-ordered stuff, thank you so much. Yeah. Very fucking cool. And there's we, been like decent amount of people. It's really awesome. We've gotten an insane amount of feedback, so thank you so much. All right. It's very, well, very cool. Uh, I'm out of songs and out of jokes, so I think we're done.